Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to an episode of You Are Enough. Of course, I'm your host, Leandria. How are we doing today? Man, I pray that God has been showing up and showing out in every aspect of our lives on this past week. And even as I record, I pray that God is showing you mightily who he is in your life. Man, this one is kind of um, this one is kind of hard today. It's been kind of a rough week, but God is still in control and He's still in charge. I want to start off with a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt that says, "Learn from the mistakes of others. You can't live long enough to make them all yourself." And if I would have known that today, I probably would have avoided a couple things. But all in all, they made me who I am today. And I'm grateful to God that I can share this with you guys on today. Today's title is Don't Let Your Mistakes Define Who You Are. And I'm one to say that mistakes is something that I know oh too well. Despite what I knew and what I know, mistakes are sometimes things that we can't get away from. We just have to lean into them and we have to get through them. And most importantly, we have to always learn from those mistakes that we make. When we think of Christianity, we think of perfection, trying to give God the best version of ourselves to be the person that we think he is requiring us to be. However, that's not always necessary. God is an understanding God and he understands that we aren't perfect. But that doesn't mean we still can't be successful. Throughout the Bible, we hear stories and we read stories of people who have made mistakes. They have not always met expectations. But yet, God was able to use them and they were able to become the pillars of the Bible that we look at today for that reassurance and for that help and for that kind of step-by-step meaning of what it is to make a mistake, but what it also means to allow God to use that mistake for his glory. One of the pivotal mistakes I think I've made, and I don't, right now, I don't think I even look at it as a mistake. I look at it as a growing force. Thinking that God can't use you because of what you've done. Thinking that God won't give you what he promised you because of the things that you've done the places that you've gone that didn't give him the satisfaction that we think that he wanted out of it when in actuality he already knew that we were going to make those mistakes he already knew that we were going to fall short of his glory because we all sin and we all fall short of the glory it's how we rebound from those mistakes it's how we rebound from the things that we've gone through 
I remember coming, moving back to Chicago after trying to live in Texas after high school. And when I came back to Chicago, it was mistake after mistake, whether the people that I was around, the things that I did, the things that I said to people, you know, the, the bridges that I burnt with people. It was just like one thing after the other. I almost felt like I was prone to mistakes at one point. Like every time you look around, it went from getting my car towed, getting pulled over by the police because I was in my aunt's car. She had given me the car, but the car was still in her name. And I'm driving down Exchange. I lived on South Shore at the time. I'm driving down Exchange and police pulled me over because they said I didn't look like the age of the driver that came up when they ran the license plates. And in my mind, what do you mean look like that person or that age? How do you look a certain age? And you know what's our favorite line is? Black don't crack. It don't matter how old you get, you'll still look young they ended up you know asking and the crazy thing about it was I was literally parking at my apartment when they pulled me over I'm parking and the police pulled me over and they're like can I see your license and your registration your insurance and at that time I didn't have a physical copy of my license with me but I had my state ID I gave them the state ID they ran it and they said hey, you know your license is suspended. Suspended? I was just as surprised as they were. So, of course, you know what happened yet. You you know what happened next. Cuffed me. Put me in the back of the police car. They ended up towing the car. And I was just so confused because I'm like, it's parked at my house. Why can't the car just stay here? But it did not work that way. They towed the car. I went, you know, they took me down. They had like a a police precinct set up um, on 79th. And, you know, they gave me an I-bond so I didn't have to call anybody to come pick me up. But I had to get on the bus and go back to the house. Then trying to figure out where I was going to get the money to get the car out of the pound explaining this to my auntie and hoping everything was going to work out in the end. But as you know, it doesn't always work how we think it's going to work. The car stayed in the pound. I didn't get the car back. Um, My aunt wasn't as upset as I thought she would be, but it was more of a You know, you have to make better decisions. You have to be on top of your game. You have to make sure, you know, all of your paperwork and your licenses and your ID are up to par. Just telling me, you know, the things that I should have known already. And it just felt like after that one mistake, everything was downhill from there because every, it has, everything has a cause and effect. And At that point, I just feel like, what else? I can't do anything else. What happened? You know, I started to not 
do what I was supposed to do with my rent and it just everything just went downhill and I could not understand why I was self-sabotaging because in the end that's that's kind of what it is some mistakes we make are not always in action or indeed it could be in thought so thinking after that thinking that I that it couldn't get any worse but then also thinking I know something bad is gonna happen next doubting not only myself or my ability but doubting everything and everyone around me including what God could do for me which was a mistake on my end because as I'm learning and I'm growing what thing I do know is that God can do all so because I know God can do all things but fail why am I thinking all of these negative thoughts why am I self-sabotaging myself why am I coming to a place of saying to myself I'm not worthy of the things that I know God has promised me on one day I don't deserve it but in actuality I do deserve it I am worthy these are just mistakes that you make sometimes it talked about last week we talked about Job Job made mistakes in his thinking because he started to curse the day he was born curse the day that it was revealed that a son would be born because of everything that the devil had put him through but in that Job realized who who he was and whose he was and when he realized that in Job the 42nd chapter God restored everything that the devil had taken from Job his money his land and people were coming to Job giving unto him despite what it started off looking like for Job God still blessed it was for God's glory because Job had to come to a point where he understood that God give it and God take it away I know we've read Psalm and in Psalm it talks about King David and when I read when I read that when I read Psalm about David it, it really baffles me because David made some mistakes like a recent chapter of Psalm I was reading was chapter 30 and it discussed it, it talked about after David did the census and he figured out how, how many men he had in his army and David became boastful in that in his army being so great that it outnumbered people and he became content with that but he forgot that it was God that allowed these things to happen so God sent a prophet to David and said hey you got three options God is going to allow you to be overcome, overtaken by your enemy a plague is going to come and within and he had to make a choice okay what do I want to happen and he decided to be plagued by God for three days and he lost half of his army see but in him losing half of his army it made him realize that 
God is the one that sustains you. God sustains us, not we ourselves. We can make our army great. We can build up. We can't. Be, we can build ourselves up. But in the end, it's not to God's glory. It's to our glory and our satisfaction. We can't forget. It's God who gives us the security. It's God who puts us in these positions of hierarchy, who gives us the position of, who qualifies us for these things. In the Bible, it also talks about Sarah and Abraham. God told Sarah and Abraham that they were going to have a baby. Sarah wanted Abraham to have a baby with a handmaiden. So that's what Abraham did. See, but it did, it caused Sarah grief after that because the whole dynamic of her and the handmaiden changed. And it, for me, it showed that the mistake was in not believing that God had something for her. Even though God, even after all of that and Sarah understood who God was and what God had said, and came back to the understanding of God. God still decided to bless her at 99 years old to become a mother. Abraham was 100 years old. God rewards our faithfulness. We have to stay loyal to God's will. Despite the lack of trust everyone around you has, people may look and think we're crazy for believing and thinking half the things that we think and believe. But who are we and who are they to not only doubt us, but doubt that God can do all things but fail? I touched a little bit last week about my fertility journey. And because I'm, you know, I'll be 35 in January, people are asking, hey, have you tried IVF or have you tried, you know, have you looked into different things like IVF, surrogates, and just everything other than the natural way and God giving us favor for me to be able to carry this baby. And I'll do myself a disservice by not believing what God said in his word. By falling into the traps that the devil is setting for me to start thinking, God not going to do that. Uh, he, if he would have did it, he would have been did it. It would have been come to pass. But I don't know the date or the time that God will decide to bless me. I don't know what God is still waiting for me to walk into, what God is still waiting for me to understand before he gives me that good and perfect gift. But what I do know is until God decides to bless me with that opportunity, then I'm going to continue to do his will. Getting on my podcast every week and talking about the goodness and the glory of God by seeing people in the street and telling them about the glory of God by working where he placed me to work by doing what he called me to do. I'm staying loyal to God's will. I'm getting myself to the point of, despite what it looks like, it's not over until God says it's over. If we stay loyal and faithful to God and keep exercising the gift and talent that he has given me, 
or us, there will be a day when victory will come. God will use me and you in a mighty way, not for your glory, but for his glory. Because in the end, if it was myself that could do it, how could God get the glory? If you could do it on your own without him, how would that glorify him? Because in the end, it's for his glory. It's him that created the heaven and the earth. It's him that created us. So it's him that knows what we need and when we need it. Sometimes we want it now because that's our flesh. Our flesh is saying, this is what I want. I don't want to wait. I want it now. But God is saying, no, not right now. You're not ready. Not right now. Continue to do X, Y, and Z. And then I'll bless you with that. See, but we have to get over ourselves and we have to crucify our flesh. And we have to learn from the mistakes that we have done and that we have seen and that we may possibly still be encountering. When you get time, I want you to read James chapter 1, Samuel chapter 22, Genesis chapter 41, Job chapter 3, and Job chapter 42. In those scriptures, you'll find people just like us that made mistakes, whether in deed or thought that severed the the relationship that we had that they had with God but eventually it brought them back to their knees to understand God is the one who has the power to do all things God is the one who created us and God is the one who wants to make sure that his will is done in our lives I thank God for the mistakes that I've made because without those mistakes, I wouldn't wouldn't have been taught the lessons that I needed to further grow in the Lord like he has desired me to do. If I hadn't made those mistakes, then I wouldn't know how to overcome so many battles and so many things that I've been through. I wouldn't know how to tell you how to overcome. Because in the word it says that we overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. If I don't have a test, then I don't have a testimony. And then I have nothing to share. And then God doesn't get the glory out of that. While we're in these mistakes and while we're going through these trials, we think it's the worst thing in the world. Woe is me. I can't believe I'm going through this. Why me? Why can't be somebody else? Because that's not someone else's story. It's our story. This week has been filled with some some earth-shattering things for my family and myself. Excuse me. For my family and myself. Some things that we never thought would see coming. Things happening in my friends' lives that we never could have fathomed. But I pray that in the reconnecting and the revising of 
our will to match God's will, we see what it is that he's trying to do for us in our lives. The things that, that he's trying to do for you in your life. You may be in a place where all you think you can make are mistakes and that you can't recover from them. You can, as long as God allows you to wake up every day with breath in your body, that's a new chance for new grace and new mercy. It's a new opportunity for you to do something different today than yesterday. To choose good over evil. To choose right versus wrong. To get to your expected end. God is yet working behind the scenes. Trying to get us to understand that he controls it all. It's a fixed fight. All we got to do is show up and fight and we already won come out of that fight with spoilers to take on the next time with us. Whether we win that fight that time or whether we succumb to the circumstances, we have an opportunity to do it again because I guarantee you, oh, God is going to bring it back around full circle. I worked for CPS for about seven years and in my last two years, I was at a different school doing something different. And it was inconvenient for me to be going through what I was going through at a job. So without asking God, I made the mistake of quitting my job. Now, the mistake was in quitting because God had called me to that job. He had called me to do what it is that I was doing. But I was I was inconvenient. It was inconvenient for me. I was inconvenienced. It, it wasn't what I thought I wanted at the time. So I started to do something different. I went to school and I got my phlebotomy certificate. I did that. And when that when when the people at that job got on my nerves, and once again, without asking God, I got up out of there. I started working at Walgreens as a pharmacy technician. And as I'm working, I have been there for a year. And then I decided to transfer to another Walgreens closer to my house. Once again, the the thing that all three of these mistakes had in common was I did not consult God before I made any of these decisions. So they did not turn out the way that I envisioned them to turn out because I was doing them out of God's will. So now I transferred. I'm at a new Walgreens and... It, it just wasn't the ideal situation for me. And once again, I, I gotta I, I gotta get up out of there. See, but in this one, I decided to consult God because I needed to get back in his will. I needed to get back to doing what he called me to do, which was working with children. And somebody in my life had given me the opportunity to go back to that. And I prayed and I asked God and I said, God, if this is your will, I surrender to it. Let it be done. I will, if this is what you want and you allow the door to be open, I'm going to walk in it and I'm going to stay in it until you tell me something different. And the door was open for me to do it. And I started, my first day was this week. And to glory be God, to God be the glory, because it was nobody but him 
that allowed me to see I understand that you made those mistakes but talk to me put me back in control and then I'll get you back to where it is I need you to be doing what I need you to be doing and that's where I am now and despite what it may look like to me in my life right now despite me thinking that my what I want my heart's desire isn't coming fast enough I know that I, if I be about God's business that he'll be about mine because now I feel him working on the inside of me and if he is working on the inside of me it's going to be pretty soon that I'm going to see that inward become outward and then that's when I'll see that God you heard me you giving me the desires of my heart but one thing that I have to remember is I cannot allow what it looks like to others to penetrate my heart and my thoughts and get me to thinking maybe y'all right maybe God is moving too slow maybe I should take matters into my own hands because that's not what it is that he desires for me he desires for me to be in his will and he wants me to allow him to do a work and I thank God that I'm coming to that understanding and I know that it may look hard right now but it won't always look like that I know that you think you're making mistakes that you cannot come back from but you can come back from each and every last mistake that you're making as long as you know that God is with you he's more than the whole world against you mistakes are just that mistakes pick ourselves up dust ourselves off and allow God to put us back on track to where it is that he called us to be I ask that as I pray for you you pray for me and you keep my family and your prayers and I'll keep everyone I always pray and I ask God to touch each and every listener whether I know them or not touch each and every last listener that they may come out of this with something that they did not know coming in. I love you and I pray that God continues to restore everything that the devil has stolen and that you understand that after God restores it, that you go out and you tell somebody so that they know the God working in you can also work in them. I love you, God bless, and I'll see you next week.